Hey, this is Pam Perry. Get out there, get known podcast. You're going to love this episode. I always talk about how you need to shine online. Well, this lady not only shines, but she glows. Glowstream TV, Marquette Shepard. She is amazing. I just love this lady. She is so sweet. Emmy Award winning journalist. She has so much talent. It just oozes from her. So right after this, we'll come back with Marquette Shepard. Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy Award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey there. So, you know, I'm going to give you just a little bit of background about Marquette because she is just amazing. So she is also an Emmy Award winning, uh, like I said, journalist. She's a best-selling author. She's also a marketing executive. And her books, her children's books, inspirational Children Books talks about what it's like and my rainy day rocket ship. They're both published by Simon & Schuster. Not so published, they are Simon & Schuster books. She's also creator of the alphabet in flash multicultural ABC flashcards from early for early childhood learners. So she'll, she'll show you about those. But as a TV host, Marquette won an Emmy Award for her role as a host and moderator of the morning show on the CBS affiliate in Washington, D.C., she was nominated for back-to-back Emmy Awards in 2018 and 19. And on the national stage, Marquette has been featured on top-rated uh, national morning shows as a lifestyle expert, including NBC's Today Show, VH1's Big Morning Buzz, ABC's Live uh, with Kelly. And she's also the host and creator of The Glow Girl's Guide to Life, a 12-part social media series on Glowstream TV. She's also the founder of the Glow Brands. Like I said, she not only shines, but she glows, a digital marketing uh, marketing and consulting company aimed at illuminating brands around the world. She's awarded a full scholarship to the 2021 Vital Voices Grow Business Accelerator Program for Entrepreneurship. And besides all that, she's also earned digital marketing certification from Harvard, an MA degree interactive journalism from American University in DC, as well as a bachelor's degree. She's a California girl uh, from California State University. So with that, I'm going to bring up Marquette. She knows that I just love her. Yay! (laughs) Thank you so much for the lovely, lovely introduction. Oh, you're welcome. You know, it's going to be a minute when I'm going to have my podcast. I'm going to have these sound effects where it's going to be like, Woo, 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 you know, all this kind of sound. But for right now, it's just like, yay. So Marquette, I just want to say thank you for joining us today. I want people to know right away that everything they can find out about you, I only gave a, a, a snippet of who you really are, but a lot of things is on glowstreamtv.com, glowstreamtv.com. So I want people to make sure that they go to that right away. But you have such a spectacular background and such creativity. Show us the books. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you for mentioning my books, my children's projects, What Is Like, which yes. was a number one seller um, based on pre-sales. When, uh, even before it came out, yes. the market responded and said, yes, we want yes. this. And it was number one on Amazon's children's list. 
-hmm. um, even prior to it being released, which means wow. people were pre-ordering it based on the cover. Mm -hmm. My Rainy Day Rocket Ship is my second book with Simon and Schuster. And I just want to give a shout out to my editor and publisher, Denise Milner. Oh, um, yeah. My Rainy Day Rocket Ship Love came her. out May 5th of 2020, right in the heart of the pandemic. And it's about a child who's stuck inside and has to use his imagination to make his own fun. So wow. this was a runaway hit too. I won some awards for this. And who so knew? just stop real quick, quick. Denise mm -hmm. Milner. Is that like my brown baby? Denise yes. Milner? Yes. Yes. What? Yeah. I have no idea. I love her. I'm like fan. Iconic right? Denise Milner. And you know how she got her start as a journalist. Yes. Um, and writing celebrity memoirs for Cookie Johnson, Mimi, Taraji, the list goes on and on. She got into the children's space right around the time I did. And so it was, it was definitely great time. Divine. Yes. Yes. And then show us the flashcards. Cause those are cute as a button as well. I so love yeah, those. the flashcards are my foray into expanding my multi multicultural children's literature. So, um, alphabet in the flash, which is a 26 card, um, flashcard set that shows children positive images of brown people while teaching them their ABCs. This is my number one seller. I, I can't believe it. I just, I put this on Etsy in the pandemic and um, every yeah, day I wake up to fun. orders. If the order fulfillment yeah, is man. just like out of this world. And so then I followed that up with colors in a flash to teach mm -hmm. children their colors in a, a culturally affirming way, Ooh. right? Because A, you know, A shouldn't be for Apple when, you know, kids don't even really like fruits and vegetables, let's be honest. <laughs> so, you know, in, in my story, A is for Africa. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah, you know, and M is for mama. Everybody lives their mama, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I thought, well, when kids are learning their colors, their shapes, everything, learning how to read, learning how to write, right? If you see yourself mm -hmm. in the images and we have beautiful colors, silver, you see yourself, you're going to, you're going to have a lifelong understanding that you matter and that you should be seeing yourself mm -hmm. in your media. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. why I started with kids books because too many times as adults, I think we're used to not seeing ourselves in positive mm -hmm. ways. So the, the wider society kind of gets away with a lot, but mm -hmm. if kids are born and raised thinking, am I going to be in this? Am I going to yes. be seen in this? That's what yes. I'm supporting. Then we're changing the narrative. I love that. I love that. So going back to this. So you just kind of heard a little tidbit, right? So remember, she's a Emmy Award winning journalist, right? She's been in TV and she's been doing all this major stuff. So what made you start doing? And then we haven't even got to Glowstream TV. So what made you start with the children's books? Are you a mommy? I am a mom. Um, <laughs> I, had a, I have an eight-year-old son. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Really, I started with the children's books when he was born. Mm -hmm. I just had this beautiful little baby. I was hosting a morning show in Virginia at the mm -hmm. time. And right when my contract was up, I had the baby. It was like perfect time. And I just was unable to go back to work. I was mm -hmm. traveling like two hours a day to get to this TV job. Oh and God. I thought, wow, you know, I'm at home. I have this beautiful little baby. I'm so inspired. And while I may not be working as a journalist at the time, 
I am still a storyteller and mm -hmm. no one can take that away from me. And I don't have to show up to any building to be a storyteller or a communicator. So I started writing little poems in a notebook that I got at a free CBS workshop in New York. And <laughs> I went to this workshop, never having worked for CBS, but I was on my grind, on my hustle, working towards my dreams. I believe I, I was working for $12 an hour at community TV, you know, somewhere. But I had this little notebook they gave us as a little gift for coming. And I, I started writing poems, stories, and things that I wanted to tell my son, stories mm. that I wanted my baby to hear. And when I would read him baby books, board books in particular, I found myself changing the ending or not seeing uh, people like my family represented in the stories. And so mm -hmm. it was almost like I couldn't turn it off. I was, you know, with a newborn baby editing these books in my head or altering the ending or changing mm -hmm. the beginning. And so after about a year, a year and a half of writing in my notebook, I decided I'm going to type them up and I'm going to start sending them to publishers and agents to try to get a book deal. And, and when I started it, Pam, I said to myself, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, when. I get a book deal. Mm -hmm. And I literally started with that kind of determination. Because you couldn't turn it off. When you had your baby, it was like, this has got to be changed. And I always say that when you find that there is a problem and there's a solution and and you're and it's being pointed back to you, like you're the solution, then that means you have to move on it. And that's exactly what you did. So your oh, career. So, Sorry about so, that. My, my smart speaker is talking. I apologize. It's like Siri or whoever you are, Alexa, be quiet. <laughs> See yourself out of this conversation. <laughs> so so the, the main thing is that your background, and I always say this, God never wastes anything. So your background in, um, in California, your major was, what was it when you were at Cal State? So my major was mass media communications okay. with a minor in uh, French. And from a very young age, I remember looking at TV news, watching uh, local and national uh, news programs and saying, I want to do that. Mm. Looking at morning shows, being very young, like when The View premiered 25 years ago, being, you know, being like very young in my teens and saying, I want to do that. So I had mm -hmm. a very clear vision for myself. Okay. And then you went on and you got your master's degree. And what was that in? And that was in interactive journalism, because once I got into journalism, my first job out of college was working for a website as a content producer. Mm -hmm. um, then uh, it was so funny. I was in the same building as BET.com. Mm -hmm. And so the marketing director for that website was saying, hey, business isn't so good. Go talk to my friend. She's vice president of content at BET.com. And they were on the fourth floor and we were working on the, the um, fifth floor or, or, you know, and, and he said, go talk to her because business isn't so good. I went, I had one conversation with her. The website I was working for went out of business and I got a job at BET, which is really my first first job because <laughs> I got such an education um, within three weeks of, of speaking to the VP of content. Wow. Yeah, that is it was great. Unbelievable. This is just kind of like a side conversation. So Retha Hill, who I went to. Uh, that, that was the woman, Retha Hill. I was 
gonna say, oh my God, we are just so. You mentioned her name. That is who I spoke to. That's who I went to school with. I went to college with Rita Hill. We were in journalism school. So you went to Wayne State. Oh my God. So what a small world, right? So this is like uh black girl magic around here. We didn't already mention Denise Miller, Retha Hill, Marquette. Oh my God. I just I just love this. So so now you got this uh degree in interactive journalism, and then you go and you're doing television. So you're in television full throttle, doing all that yes. kind of stuff. Um, how does all the pieces put together where you're doing this children's book and you produce it the first time out? It's very unheard of. You know that, right? Very first time for first time author to come out with a Simon Schuster book deal. Like, and you got to know. And that's very unheard of. I have to of. remind myself to be grateful and how blessed my that journey is. is. Even that the fact is. that I got to work with Retha Hill, an iconic journalist, an award winning journalist. She was my first boss in media, the best one of the best bosses I ever had. I miss oh, her so much. I didn't know what I had in her or I would have stayed a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. She, that, you know, I think she's teaching in Phoenix or yeah, she's in, she moved to Arizona. Yes. Yes. She's in Phoenix. She was always just about about it. Just like a very nice person. So I, and be, you know, I just really, um, and so glad that you said that, that she, she was like one of the best bosses. She was, That's absolutely. the kind of Wayne State kind of people that we just, you know, those are, those are the people that turn out of Wayne State University, I have to say. And then also to Claire Wilkerson, which is another friend that went to Wayne State with us and she produces shows for PBS and that kind of stuff. But so let's go back to your, your TV days. So one of the things that you don't know, Marquette, so before we met in person, because we came to DC and, 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 and that I told you that. I knew from looking at you from afar, from your social media and all that kind of things that you have a light about you, obviously Glowstream TV. And uh, thank you so much for interviewing Andre Butler on, on your program as well. He but I knew that there was something different about you in terms of when you said, I just saw it, it was a vision. I knew in my heart that I was going to get the book deal. I mean, people that you talk to in five minutes, you know, they're like hiring you. I mean, there's something different about you in terms of how things are lining up for you. So kind of explain to us a little bit about your secret sauce or your superpower or uh, what, what makes Marquette Marquette. Well, um, the secret sauce is a firm believer um, that I'm a firm believer and there's a higher power. There's something bigger than me at work here in this universe because Pam, when I tell you I started out with nothing, no support. And for me to have built the career that I have built and to have the life that I have now, um, it's things had to be lined up for me and, and, and presented to me because I don't come from a place of privilege. Um, I paid my way through college. I went to Cal State University because I had two and three jobs in financial aid. I got my mm -hmm. master's degree from American University. Um, Star Jones went to American University and any other people. She's famous. But, um, you know, that was very expensive. And, and that was because I, I worked at BET.com and other jobs to pay for that. Um, I moved to D.C. with two boxes of clothes and a summer fellowship and literally built a career from, you know, a summer felt a two month guaranteed gig and two boxes of clothes. Um, and no one in my family has a background in media in business. Mm -hmm. um, both of my parents are from Youngstown, Ohio. Um, Midwest, a part of, like me. Mm -hmm. Yes, in a part of the country called Steel Valley. 
where the men went to go work in the steel mills yeah, yeah. in the 70s and the women either got married and had children and became homemakers or the women, black women became teachers and educators. Mm -hmm. In the late mm -hmm. 70s, my father told me this story about Japanese businessmen coming with cameras saying, we'd like a tour of the steel mill. And he would see them walk around and uh, the big bosses would give tours and they were taking pictures. And my father at 18 and 19 years old, right out of high school, working full time, following the path of his father, looked at that and saw around the corner. He said, I'm getting out of here. They mm. are spying on this industry. The Japanese steel industry is going to take over. And he had some California dreams. And so mm -hmm. making good money, being a homeowner before the age of 20, working at, at the steel mill was the thing to do. Um, he packed up his belongings and said, I have a distant relative in Los Angeles. Goodbye, Ohio. And my mom followed after him. And that's why I'm from California. And that was my first blessing. Wow. Right. Because when I go back to Youngstown now, it's a very depressed town. There's no mm -hmm. industry. There's no opportunities. The steel the presidential right. candidates mm -hmm. going on the stump, they stop in Youngstown. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's a reason for that. The, the people there need to be inspired. And who knows if I would have gotten out or what type of life I would have had. So the first blessing was that I was born mm -hmm. in Los Angeles, California. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. with, with that yeah. whole California dreaming, like you said, yeah. coming from the Midwest and going to California, that was a big risk. That was a, a leap of faith. And you have that same type of faith and tenacity about that. And so the the whole part of you being a storyteller is really natural just for you, <laughs> just for you to naturally tell that story. It's like it pulls out. And so I can see how the children's books were first because they have to be really animated. They have to have their attention. Uh, it's, it's something that has to has imagination to it and all of that. And that was put in you in California. Then you go to DC and you go to American University as a private school. And it's just this whole whole kind of a headsy kind of a thing. Probably I won't say geeky, but I don't want to say geeky, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's a whole different kind of vibe. But again, you're just parlaying all that into your media career. And so by doing all of that and then Glow Stream TV, now knowing that what you probably did in your master's degree, probably in your thesis, I'm not sure, but you probably looked at like, what was the future of television? And so tell us about Glow Stream TV. Absolutely. So you're right. Um, the whole reason I went to get a master's degree in interactive journalism be is because when I was at BET.com, I was doing well, but I was traditionally educated in media. And mm -hmm. here I was a digital editor. And this new young whippersnapper came in after me and she had a, a degree uh, from American in interactive mm -hmm. journalism. And, and she was she was editing video. She was she was editing audio. They were sending her to the sets of TV shows because she knew her way around every single aspect of digital media. And I looked at her and I said, I want to do what she's doing and not in a competitive way. She became one of my very best friends, a bridesmaid in my wedding. Ah. Um, and, but it was more like, you know what? I see her black girl magic. Let me go get some of that. And mm -hmm. so I went to school for that reason, because I saw her role expanding and her having so many more opportunities because she 
had the skills, digital media skills to go along mm -hmm. with the traditional media skills. Mm -hmm. So while in the back of my mind, I always wanted to be on television. I wanted to be a host. I said, let me go. Let me go see what all of the digital media is about right at the beginning. This was before Twitter and Facebook. This was just right when um, blogging and chat rooms and, and right, right at the beginning of Facebook, when you could only join if you had a a student email address. And because I was in grad school, right. I was able to join Facebook in the very beginning. So, right. so that's taken it way back. Um, so when I finally got to where I wanted to be, which was on television, I wanted to be a personality. And I worked so hard for those opportunities because what I learned was a lot of the personalities you see on TV, they are related to someone famous. You don't have to name names, but if you look at some of the personalities on cable network or on the big platforms, they their father is a senator or their mother is a business person, very, very high up. There's some type of connection that got them there in addition to their skills. Of course, you have to perform at a high level. The only thing that was getting me opportunities, because, you know, my dad literally, you know, came from the steel mills and my mother also went to Cal State University, but became a teacher in California. I didn't have any connections. All I could do is show up and work. That mm -hmm. that was what was keeping me in the door. That was mm -hmm. what was giving me the, and knowing the emerging media platforms, yeah. knowing mm -hmm. my way around social media and not being afraid or rejecting what was new, which was technology. Yes. Um, yes. So I finally, you know, I hosted a morning show in Virginia I was a reporter for two years at the NPR affiliate in D.C. while it was the number one news station in D.C. So I was reporting live, number one, and, and it was competitive. And um, I started out in community TV, making $12 an hour with a master's degree after having worked at BET. That's the reality of being an on-camera personality. It is. You, it is. People yeah. don't realize this sacrifice. Yeah, it's like, they think it's glamorous. It's like, you know, when you first start yeah. out, you're basically working for peanuts just so that you can, because it's so glamorous, people will take it for peanuts. Exactly. And, and that's another reason. It keeps po folk like, you know, po folk like me out of the business because if your dad is a senator or owns a company, what, what a lot of it. young privileged people will do is they'll go make 12 dollars an hour and then their parents will supplement their income. And that's a dirty little secret in TV. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I stuck it out because I had a clear vision for myself mm -hmm. and I knew where I wanted to be. And I finally got there, which was CBS, a morning talk show, lifestyle and entertainment. It was everything that I wanted and I had been working for. And you get there and the industry vibe, okay, is um, you're lucky to be here. If you don't like something, there's 300 people beating down the door to take your place. A day. Um, you're treated <laughs> like cattle, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and as you grow in your career, naturally you emerge as a leader. If you're the spokesperson of a, 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 a you know, a large platform like a television show, but a lot of journalists, not just me, they're always in the lane of anchor or host and they never grow as a leader. Yeah. And so Glowstream TV is the natural progression for me, having hosted five years of live TV, two years of radio, 
producing entertainment television, I wanted to grow as an executive in media. And mm -hmm. there weren't mm -hmm. a lot of opportunities, especially women of color, right? Yes. So media, the media industry knows enough to know that you have to have a diverse cast in front of the camera, behind the camera, where decisions are being made, where budgets are being created. It's a lot less diverse. And I thought, mm -hmm. again, just like I thought at BET, I want some of that magic. I want some of that, that white boy magic. Right. Like, I, <laughs> I want to be able how to, to create call a budget. The, the call the shots, right. Yeah, I want to put together a program. And so again, I educated myself by entering um, Vital Voices Global Partnership Business Accelerator, which is a one year long unofficial MBA program. They choose 50 women a year and they teach them on all aspects of business. It's like a CEO academy. Mm -hmm. I launched Glowstream TV with the knowledge that I knew of the media industry. You right. know, people were nervous. Some people were happy for me. Some people weren't. Um, the business model of Glow Street TV is much like a, the integrated marketing platforms that I hosted. People can come on if they have a business product or service and like a QVC, like mm -hmm. a home shopping network, and like the integrated marketing uh, show that I hosted, you can come and talk about your business product or service and market it to my viewers. And so many African-American and women-owned businesses and Latino-owned businesses, for that matter, um, they were priced out of the market or they weren't nurtured as clients. And I, and I just looked around me and I'm, I'm boxed into the role as only being a TV host and I'm only using one-tenth of my skills. So I said, Pam, I think I can try this. I launched Glowstream TV in November of 2019. The Embassy of Angola was one of my first clients. Oh my and guess God. what? The station where I worked, they came to cover my event. Um, the Executive look, Leadership Council was another look, one of my clients. Look and uh, just like that, we were rolling. I love it. I love it. And it's so um, a part of who you are. And so I want people to understand about her journey and her brand, but really one of her things is that she's shining light on other people. She's shining a light on those that want to have, like if they were priced out of the market in terms of integrated marketing. So not only can she uh, give you visibility, but she can also interview you and being an Emmy award winning a journalist, it, it comes across great. It comes across good. She knows all the inter integrated marketing uh, things, working at BET.com. I mean, just if you really look at it, think about it, Marquette. When you sit back and look at your life, it's like, I probably couldn't have put this together because the stuff that you saw wasn't even around yet. But how you ended up at Glowstream TV, it's like it's it was all prepared. And so when you said about QVC, like your cards and your books and things like that, I mean, that's what you can actually share on Glowstream TV as well and show other people how they can do it as well. So that it all pulls together because you're giving people that opportunity to shine, to have the podcast, to have the, the TV show, to be on the website, using the social, I mean, every single piece exactly, of it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so Glowstream TV, it's an online shop. It's mm -hmm. a video streaming network. The first show on there was my show, The Glow Girl's Guide to Life. I love when it. I wanted I love to it. talk about my flashcards and launch them, I did a video just like you would see on QVC, but it's me on Zoom because it was, you know, obviously <laughs> in the pandemic. <laughs> but I did a little video explaining why I, I created these cards, what you will get out of them. It has 8,000 views on Glowstream TV with no paid marketing behind it. That's all organic. 
And then when clients come to me, like Andre Butler, um, mm -hmm. who wants to, who wanted to promote his film his movie. or mm -hmm. yes, his movie. And I had another single mother XN studio came to me. She wanted to promote her um, African textile business. Um, so many people, I had a publicist, a book publicist come to me and say, I want more people to know if they're a self-published author, they can come to me and they can get VIP concierge service for their book publicity as if they were at a large publishing company. These are all people of color, small business owners who, who are not going to be welcomed with open arms through the doors of a major network, but they have me to walk them through the process as if they were at a major network. And you know what? Maybe the next stop for these people is a QVC or their local CBS or NBC. But you gave them the start. But everybody needs a start. And that's when I figured out more, more than a, a face on TV and a personality on TV, it was never about vanity for me. It was always about giving a voice and telling mm -hmm. a story that wasn't told. Um, mm -hmm. and uplifting others. And that is really the heart to me of marketing, PR, and communications. When you're really in it to really market, and when you're really in it to communicate, it's about giving a voice to the voiceless and telling the stories that are untold. It's not about your lashes or, you know, the perfect hair. And I never had the perfect hair. Anyways, <laughs> I was always an anomaly on TV. <laughs> You are cute as a button. Don't say that. Yeah, I just love you. I love your hair, everything. Just as cute as could be. So that's one of the reasons why I started Speakers Magazine, because it was at a certain point in time, I got so really tired of, like you said, there are people that are really, really good that just need the shot, that need that start. They need to be on the cover of a magazine. And, you know, there's only so many magazines that that were African-American. And I said, so Speakers Magazine really shines a light on Black speakers. And I wanted people to know what their speaker reels sound like and what they look like. And I needed to, to have them follow on social media. And it was just so hard really pushing them out to the media because it was like, mm, no, we're not going to cover these people. We don't know who they are. You know, exactly. it's, it's kind of like it's like not what you know, but who you know. And so it was always like they don't know the people. And even as a publicist, sometimes you just can't really get them on the major stations yet. So anyway, so that's why Speakers Magazine right. was you created so right, to, to really get them out there. And so when I saw Glowstream TV and I was like, oh my God, this is like the broadcast part of that because you are giving them the podcast, the video, the video they can take and they can put it on their website. They can actually share it and get and parlay it into other. That's media, the thing. Like that. That's why they need someone like you, Pam, because what I tell people and someone like me too, is I say, Okay, so you've decided to work with me. The video doesn't stop there. Okay, no, I'll put better, it on Glow better. and email it to my email marketing list, but put it on your website, put it on your blog, post mm -hmm. it two and three times everywhere. Remind people who you are yes. and what you do. And that's what a great publicist do. And as I as you're speaking, I'm like ding 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 ding. Like you need a marketer, right? And you need mm -hmm. a publicist for that reason. Yeah, and so many times too when I pitch someone and they, you know, like for a TV station. And so the TV station actually wants to know, like, what do they sound like? What do they look like? Oh, my and gosh. If, I say that if, all the time. Yeah. And if they don't have anything, it's like they sound good. I mean, you know, what am I going to say? It's like, so now I have a link 
what you did with Pastor Andre was perfect. It was yes. it was perfect. You 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 teed it up, and it was just like so. Now he got on other television shows because of yours. That and is what the- I tell people, my clients yeah. all the time. People thinking when I was on television and I would book, I was a host producer. The first question I would ask a publicist if they didn't send a video link along with their pitch. I need to see your client. I need, and this is entertainment. I need to see your chef. I need to see your actor on tape. I need to make sure they're going to come to my show and razzle dazzle Mm -hmm. because the host and the producers, their heinies are on the line, right? (laughs) You cannot have great hosts and great producers and bad guests and have a good show. Mm -hmm. Every single part of that program has to be be excellent. And I was talking to an author who was thinking about working with me. She wasn't sure self-published author, not very well known. And she calls me and she's like, Marquette, I want to be on Fox News. I said, where have you been before? Nowhere, just a podcast. And I explained to her what we are talking about. And she didn't call me back and she's still not on Fox News. (laughs) And so I'm like, no, there is a path and you have to take those steps to get to the path. And I've walked in that path. And it Mm -hmm. sounds like you have too. Pam, so, you know, it's like you also, when you hear great advice, you got to listen to it. Yes, that is so key. That is so key. So Marquette, you have just really, again, so many things. We've met in person. We met at the Black Door Society (laughs) event. And 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 we've uh, connected over clients and things like that. But finding out more about you is so interesting. So one one of the things I want people to know, and that the podcast, the reason why I do this is for people to get out there and get known. So I want them to get out there and get known. And if you are like you have aspirations one day of being on Oprah or being on Today Show or whatever. Um, you got to start somewhere. And so one of the things I really want to bring resources to people so that they can really get started if they're serious. Um, if they if they're uh, at the point where they want to be ready, set, go and speak, go to my program, ready, set, go speak membership program. That's like one of the things where they can start. But once they are ready, then they want to go. Then I would say go to Glowstream TV. And she has a lot of different packages. It's it's um part media. It's 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 going to be you'll find a lot of companies are like this It's part marketing consulting. And then it's also media. So you can use it as both. So. But one of the things, too, you want to go to Glowstream TV and really get out there and get known and start. And you will just see such a big difference. The the, um, the professionalism that Marquette brings and then they give you the exposure and uh, the the deep. Well, you, you did talk about like email marketing, like, you know, like sending out information via email list. So if they go to Glowstream TV, they'll find everything. They'll find information about the books, about more information about Marquette. She's available to speak. Um, you'll find out more information about her services and things like that. So you want to make sure that you're doing that as well, because I'm teeing it up. You may not have heard of her until today. So now don't sleep on it. Like, right. Okay. So you didn't heard it. Get ready, get ready. So that's one of the main things that um, you want to have a, um, a really good reel, you know, a promotional reel. And uh, you will be surprised how she would put it together for you and it's so professional and it's like wow I am really ready so yeah so that's one of the things so we try to bring everything to you so that it's all like all wrapped up in a bow for you so thank you so much and we had some people over here I just want to give a shout out to Ray to Sharon uh to Tommy is it Tommy yep to Tommy thank you ladies oh for going for giving people a voice yes thank you uh, Tammy 
uh, and then also to uh, Sharon, she said, outstanding show. Thank you so much. And is there anything that you want to add before we leave Marquette? Because um, I really want people to make sure that they go to GlowStreamTV.com. Yes, visit the website, follow me on social media at Marquette Shepherd and at Glowstream TV. And if you're ready, if you're ready to be seen and to be heard and treated right, yes. email me at info at glowstreamtv.com. You will not be disappointed. I am all about the sisterhood as Pam yeah. is. And that's yeah. why we bonded because, mm -hmm. you know, it's not just about being in your own space and having everybody know about you. It's about having a friend of a friend of a friend knowing about you, your business, your product, your service, your personal brand. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what I'm here to do. There's a reason why my book is called What is Light? And there's a reason that my business is called Glowstream TV. It's all about glowing through life, okay? Illuminating perspectives around the world. And, and I'm, I think it's my purpose to do that for people. And that's why it's so successful. When you are aligned with your assignment, that's when it becomes perfection. You must have, and my, one of my clients said this the other day on Clubhouse, she says, you have to be in alignment with your assignment. I'm like, oh girl, that sounds like that's a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm so always great. trying to stay in alignment too. Life yes. can knock you off of alignment. Yeah. And um, things come, I have found, with no connections in this industry. And every business relationship I, I hold near and dear to my heart because I don't have family connections, right? All I have is work. All I have is mm -hmm. my work ethic. And I have found that um, when you are aligned with your purpose and your interest and what mm -hmm. makes you happy, Things come easily. I've only had to scratch and claw when I've been out of alignment. Yes, that is so true. That is so true. So please stay true to your brand, true to your purpose. Uh, make sure that you're authentic, that things really will flow a lot better for you if you are true to that. So thank you so much, Marquette. Marquette Shepard, follow her there on all social media. And we will be in touch. We'll be in touch because we're going to be in touch anyway. But thank you so much for joining Get Out There, Get Known Podcast. Uh, make sure that you uh, go to readysetgospeak.com. This is the podcast that's brought to you by Ready, Set, Go, Speak, our membership program for all things PR and branding. So with that, I'm Pam Perry, and I'll talk with you later. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known Podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com.